You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. We had a good time over here at Dignitary Tea and Carver House. We had a little Buccaneer reunion. Some of the old hats came here and hung around, uh, drank some Kratom, and uh, ate some uh, Checkers and Flippers pizza, and we had a good time. So we got a chance to see a victory, which was nice. Uh, but, you know, Victory Mondays are always beautiful. Um, before we start this up, regardless what anybody says today in Tampa land, that's a huge win, okay? That's not a huge, if you're, if you're a casual fan, whatever. If you're a Buccaneer fan, this is why that's a huge win, all right? And maybe after I finish this spiel, you'll think it's not a huge win because you're ready to get rid of Todd Bowles. If you're in that Buccaneer locker room and you like what's going on and you lost yesterday, you were, it was going to change drastically. It was a huge win because it saved our season first and foremost, and it saved a lot of jobs yesterday. Now, if the Buccaneers mess around and lose the next four games, there's going to be heads are going to roll. We know that. But you lose, if you lose yesterday, ooh, it was going to get ugly real, real quick. Okay. I, I don't know other way, any other way to say it. And you want to believe that the locker room is still intact. When the media says a coach lost the locker room or is losing the locker room, a lot of times it's just them speculating. Okay. Because I've been in the locker room where media said, oh, the coach has a locker room and he, they didn't. And I've been in the media where they said the coach is losing the locker room, and he wasn't. So the media doesn't know shit. I'm just let you know that. I don't know shit because I'm not in the locker room. If I was in the locker room, I'd let you know, all right? Let me tell you some things that aren't great to weigh towards Todd Bowles running things. That whole shit last week with, the, uh, with Mariah Godwin, it doesn't happen with Tony Dungy. It doesn't happen with Bruce Arians. It doesn't happen with Mike Tomlin. It doesn't happen with Bill Belichick. It doesn't happen with a lot of established coaches. You have to not let it happen to you, Todd Bowles, some way or another, all right? Because you can't just let people's wives interject in what you're trying to teach in your organization. Can't let that happen. I'm sorry. Now, did it affect the Buccaneers? I can't answer that. But if you think that the first catch going to Godwin is a coincidence, I do not. I do not. Now, when you talk about a big win, okay, I do the show on the bone on Saturdays from noon to two. Um, last week, uh, the, the, there was a statistic that came out before the game. If the Bucks won the game, if they won that game against Atlanta in Atlanta, they had a 52% chance of making the playoffs, which is crazy if you really think about it. If they lost the game, they had an 8% chance of making the playoffs, which means you ain't going, all right? I mean, Carolina Panthers probably had an 8% chance last week. 8% you ain't going. 52%, you can flip a coin. Now, it also comes down to whether you can win a few games in a row, and the Buccaneers have not proven that yet, unfortunately. They beat Atlanta 29-25. or um, It's a three-way tie in the South right now. I just don't think either one of the teams is even good. They're, they're, they're not. And when you watch that game yesterday, the Bucs played exactly the way they've been playing all year. If you break down every single Buccaneer game, this is what's really weird. You know, people say people play up and play down. The Bucs almost play the same every single week. And the results are different because you're playing different teams. You play a good team, 
Yesterday you play a good team, you lose. Yesterday you play a bad team, you win. Yesterday you play a team like Atlanta, which is somewhere in the middle like us. We're not good or bad. It'll be a coin slip in the end, and that's what it was. One more possession. Do you? Would you have bet on the Bucs if Atlanta had one more possession? Because the Bucs haven't stopped. Nope. The Bucs haven't stopped anybody at the end of the game yet this year on defense. Nobody. All right? So we're going to you know, enjoy this. All right? It's Victory Monday. But we have to understand the Bucs aren't getting better and they're not getting worse. It just has to do with who they're playing. That's it. Now, you know, looking forward to the rest of these games, uh, the Packers, I mean, the Packers are playing tonight. I, I, I see them beating the Giants, I guess, but football is freaking crazy. And you're watching the NFL. Listen, I dabble and put a little bets here in the NFL. I'm going to stop. because I, don't, I can't figure out squat. I mean, I, on, on the Mike Counter Show, every week we pick winners, just winners, not spreads, just winners. Last week, I won with seven. So, I, I mean, it's hard to just pick the winner. Who would have thought that Chicago would drubbed with the Lions? The Lions are great. The Colts are flying high. They get drubbed. It's, football's crazy, man, especially this year. Philadelphia, all of a sudden, looks like they, they were world beaters. All of a sudden, they don't look like shit. San Francisco loses three in a row. All of a sudden, they're world beaters again. Dallas is a, is a good football team. I don't give a shit if you're a Dallas fan or not. Dallas is a good football team. I, there ain't no other way around it. Dallas is a very good football team with a lot of very good football players. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I'm also a realist, all right? So, you know, looking around, there's not a lot of great football out there, people. There's not a lot of great football teams. But if the Buccaneers figure out a way to win three out of the last four games, which is a lot, it's a lot for a team that, like I said, plays the same every single week. Baker Mayfield plays the same just about every week. He really does. And I'm not talking about statistically because there was a couple things left on that field yesterday. There's times where Baker leaves a little something on the field. There's times where there's more drops. There's times where the offensive line doesn't come around. But at the end of it, Baker himself plays about the same every week. Doesn't play good. He doesn't play bad. Cut in the middle. If everything around him works, it, we win. If everything around him doesn't work, we lose. That's where we are. But at the end of this year, whatever happens, going into next year, realize that now. If we don't get better, and at the end of this year, we have to re-sign Tristan Worse, and we have to re-sign Antoine Winfrey Jr., period. Okay? Period. Those guys are going to cost a lot of money. There ain't gonna be a, there's not going to be a lot of money left. All right? So we're probably going to lose Mike Evans. We might have just lost Chris Godwin, to be honest with you. I don't know. Joe Tryon Shrianko. Listening to sports radio, I hear people piling on him now. Late. You guys are late. You're late to the party. I've been piling on this cat since the first time I saw him play when I said he, he can't play. I don't want to pile on the kid. Because he's piling on himself. Did anybody happen? <laughs> Once again, we have a bunch of former Buccaneers in a room. So the football knowledge was pretty high yesterday. Whether it's Jerry Bell or Mark Royals or Tony Mayberry. You're, you're, you're the outside guy who has contain. All right. What does contain mean? On that touchdown that Ritter scored, contain means turn them inside. You're the you're a first round draft pick. You're not athletic enough to hawk a quarterback 
that you have an angle on? And not only are you not athletic enough, he allowed him to turn the corner and score a touchdown. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not sure there's another NFL outside linebacker in this league that doesn't splatter Ritter other than JTS. Boy, he's terrible. If we cut him today on everything I love, we might get better. He is not good, everybody. Come on now. You, you, I, I have not heard anybody do. I haven't heard anybody defend JTS in a long time. He doesn't barely play. And when he gets out there, he has up. Let me give you another name. Without Devin White, did anybody lose miss Devin White last couple weeks? You think they're gonna re-sign Devin White? Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Listen, this Buccaneer team figure out a way to get it done yesterday. Like I said, that's a big win. It's a big win. Because it would be, oh, woe is me. But the unfortunate part is whether we win or lose, I have to evaluate the game the exact same. Like the Bucs could have easily lost that game yesterday. And then the narrative would probably, for a lot of people, would be different. It's going to be the same for me. Levante David is clearly our spiritual leader for me, all right? We always go back to Warren Sapp and Warren Sapp telling me that Vita Vea won't last in, in Florida. He's not. He's not. You know what you don't do? You don't get hurt less as you get older, okay? As somebody who did it and you get banged up and... Vita Vea this year, I think he's had a groin. I think he's had a foot. He's had a knee. It's always something. But him not being there yesterday could have been a big factor. It could have been a huge factor in that game yesterday. Atlanta was minus four starting linemen. You got to take advantage of that more. We got to take advantage of that more, all right? You're down four offensive linemen, and we allowed them to get 330. Desmond Ritter to get 338 yards passing, and we gave up 434 yards offense. 434 yards offense. Uh, uh, looking statistically, and this is another thing about the Buccaneers. Now I'm looking back, and I may even go back and look at all the box scores. I may even go back and look at every single box score because what, I look at them after every game, right? Every Monday morning, I look at the box score, and this is what I say every Monday. I go, boy, it doesn't look like the Bucs should have won. That's when they win. When they lose, they get drubbed in this. This is ugly. I mean, you got out offense by 40, 140 yards. 140 yards. Their third down efficiency was, was, was um, five for 13, which is not that bad. But they had 23 first downs to our 16 first downs. They controlled the, the game. There's a lot. We punted the ball six times. There was a time where... There was five or six drives, maybe one we had a field goal, but the other ones we were three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. So if you think that's making our defense better, it ain't. So we should be happy we won that game, but we've already established that the Buccaneers are what they are, and if they do that against a better team, they lose every freaking time. And down the way, the Packers are a better team. Jacksonville's a better team. New Orleans is a coin flip, and the Panthers suck. So, you play like that against the Panthers, you lose. You play against against Jacksonville, you lose. You play against New Orleans like that, it's a coin flip. And everybody beats the Panthers. The Panthers are not going to win the last game of the season. They're not. They're not. They're not going to try to win it. They're not. Okay? They're, I don't know if they don't pull everybody in that last game. R real talk. But, as a whole... 
this is what we've been the whole season. In the last six games I watched the Bucks after the game, I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's what they are. They're not terrible. They're not good, but they're not terrible. If they were terrible, I'd be sitting here going, these guys are terrible. They're not terrible, but they're not good. That's the issue. I have a, 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 and lately I've had some issues with Todd Bowles and what he what he says in press conferences and maybe I shouldn't be listening to press conferences because a lot of times I believe that coaches get too much credit and they're abused too much for the losses, okay? Last week I had a problem with Todd Bowles saying that we're playing hard. I didn't like that at all. You think that's hard? I'll show you a defense. You know, go watch Baltimore play. And seven bitches play hard. All right, I don't see that with the Buccaneers. I really don't. This week, he said, we showed a lot of resilience. I don't know if that's a great word or statement to say to your team. We showed a lot of resilience. You know what I'd rather? This is what I'd rather. This could be as honest as I can. Instead of that shit, how about we won today, but I wasn't good enough. If we think that's good enough, we're wrong. Resilience, my ass. We showed a lot of resilience. You, you, you want it at the end of the game, and it ain't because your defense, because your defense ain't stopped not one swing and dilly all year. Defense, it's it's getting hard for me to defend Todd Bowles now because every week your defense is going to be on 400 yards. Every week. And if, I, if you ask me right now who's worse, our offense or our defense, it's clearly our defense. There's a couple things that weren't bad yesterday. Uh, Carlton, <laughs> Carlton Davis is lucky he made that play, by the way, because Carlton Davis ain't good. I'm just, I just can let everybody know Carlton Davis is not a great corner anymore. He was at a time. I don't know if it's physical. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's because we don't have a pass rush, but Carlton Davis doesn't make great plays anymore. He just doesn't. That play he made on the interception was fantastic. He just read it, went to it, great interception, almost had a touchdown, led to seven points. We also got a safety, okay? That was beautiful. So our defense literally brought us nine points. But Carlton Davis just doesn't. Uh, the touchdown to Pitts, I didn't get a chance to hear what Todd Bowles had to say about it, but there's nobody else in the, the deep third other than Carlton Davis. That's your guy. He caught the ball unscathed. That's another missed assignment. How many missed assignments and broken coverages are we going to have? Seriously. Offensively, I don't know if you noticed, but a couple times I watched Evans and Godwin running routes right next to each other. Now, I don't know what the play is called, but I do know this. Somebody's in the wrong place. If you see at the end of a play, two receivers are, st two receivers are so close that – Either defender can cover either guy. Somebody ran the wrong route, 100%. I saw that a couple times. So I don't know if this team's not listening. I don't know if this team is poorly coached. I don't know what's happening anymore. But I, I know the basics of football, though. And the Bucks aren't great at the basics of football, unfortunately, all right? You know, the, the safety, you want to say it's a great play by the defense, Desmond Ritter's in his own end zone pumping the ball. Yo, hey, if you're in your own end zone and you pump once and you look, you got two things you can do from there. Either run past that line of scrimmage and past that goal line or get rid of that bitch. Period. He pumped it, held it, 
then started looking somewhere else. You're in your end zone. Desmond Ritter's not good right now. I'm not the person to say that he's never going to be good, but Desmond Ritter's not good right now. If we had anybody else out there, we'd have been in trouble yesterday for sure. Other little things that really bothered me is you, you want to give Canales the benefit of the doubt with the play calling as a first-year guy. On fourth and one, and once again, we had a lot of former players in here. On fourth and one, you pitch the ball to the short side. The second he pitched it, everybody was like, what? And I was, was it minus four yards? Minus four yards with a great, with a great run. You're going to pitch it to the short side of the field on fourth and one? You don't even do that in Madden. It's a bad call. Remember earlier this year, we had fourth and one. We ran a stretch out of a uh, shotgun. You got to go back to your freaking short, short yardage plays. I'd rather just be in goal line and just try to sneak it. And you know, seriously, we don't, that's going to kill us eventually. That's going to hurt us. Because if everybody knows we can't run it, they're just pinning their ear back and they're coming and we're in trouble. Last week, we saw what a team did to us on a couple of short yardage pops. We haven't done that yet this year. So, Canales, his job is to keep people off balance, and I don't think he's really kept anybody off balance to this point. So, where is this Buccaneer team? This Buccaneer team has been kind of fair to middling all year long, all right? And I could sit here and be applauding them and said, oh, I loved you guys, but she had 85 yards in the first half offense. If you're playing somebody... You're out of that game if you're playing somebody. I saw some I saw some good stuff, too. Camarda does a great job of flipping that field, and we needed it yesterday. Otten shows up every once in a while. Do I think he's a number one guy? I don't know about that. He'd be a great number two guy if you could find a number one guy. But Otten is okay to me. I don't mind Otten. Every once in a while, he, come up with, he comes up with a good play here or there. I thought the linebackers played okay. Britt, the ball hit him in his face mask one time. I expect you to make that catch. Here's another part of the, of, the, of the game. I don't know if everybody's watching, and I'm just going to tell you it's a very important part. Go back and rewatch that game and check and see how many yards we gave up on special team returns. That'll, that'll beat you. Against a good team, if you, you make a good team start from midfield, you're going to lose most of those games. Atlanta's not a good team. They're not. Atlanta's us. We're, we're not a good team. We're, we're very, very equal. And you, we almost should have known the Bucks were going to win yesterday because we're, Atlanta's not good enough to sweep anybody. No way, they're not. So special teams-wise, we got to get better. Offensively, we got to get better. Defensively, we have to get better. Coaching-wise, we have to get better. Front office-wise, we have to get better. Let's start putting some people's asses on that bench because we're better without them. But we figured out a, win, a way to win a game. And as Buccaneer fans, we should be elated right now because if we lose that game, we have an 8% chance of making the playoffs, 52% chance of making the playoffs, and you're below 500. You should go play the lottery. Seriously, it doesn't happen like that very often. And it's happened to us two years in a row. Two years in a row with a South Cat pee, a drop. Terrible football. Really, really bad football. And if you're not a Buccaneer fan or a, or a Falcons fan, you did not watch that game yesterday. That was funny. Before the game, I looked up and I go, I don't even know who those broadcasters are. I don't even know who they were. 
Even now, I'm, I watched the whole game. I don't know who the broadcasters were. I tell you, it wasn't. It wasn't Joe Bucket. It wasn't Troy Aikman. The Falcons Buccaneer wasn't exactly a, a high profile game. All right, I saw I saw Stinney doing some good things too. I got to give all the offensive linemen love, and I always want to give Tristan Worth love for 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 toughing it out. I know that that ankle's bothering you. He didn't hear his name a whole lot, although he's not what he was. Not what he was, but what he was was the best lineman in the league. Now he's still a fantastic lineman with a bum ankle, but he's still better than almost everybody, all right? So I got to show some love to Tristan Wurst as well. But as a whole, like I said, I'm elated the Bucks got it done, but what I saw on that football field doesn't give me confidence that this Buccaneers gonna, are going to have a surge down the end of the season. It seems like after every game I had the same sentiment and the same feeling. Okay, that's them. That's them. There's so many other teams going up and down and up and down. The Bucks really haven't gone up and down. It's just kind of been eh, fair to middle in the whole time. And they may F around and make the playoffs and do this. Does anybody believe that they're going to make any noise in the playoffs? I don't, but it's the playoffs. You, you have to take a look at all the games that happened yesterday and look at them individually. And half of them you'd be like, how the hell did that happen? How the hell did that happen? Crazy things happen in football, man. People stay out late and people have problems with their wives and their significant others and there's injuries and blah, blah, blah. You know, one one injury and the whole team changes. Yesterday, Herbert broke his thumb or his finger. Whole team changed. Joe Burrow goes down. Whole team changed. Sometimes it changed for better. You don't know. So a lot of things happen to happen or have to happen between now and the end of this season before you say this team is out of it or before you say they contended. They're contending because right now, Talent-wise, they're not really contending for anything. I would say they're fighting for the most part. I wouldn't say they're playing hard. I would say they're fighting. But I don't think they're underachieving. I just think this is what they are. That's it. If anybody wants to come hang out for the football games on Sunday, we're always here at the Dignitary Tea and Kava House. We got a 10-foot by 6-foot screen, which is a nice thing to watch. And uh, if you have your medical marijuana card, you can indulge as well. So, Buccaneers win. We're still celebrating. Uh, let's hope we get it done next week. It's going to be a bigger feat, obviously. But if the Buccaneers F around and win that game next week, I'm going to have a completely different mindset. And from what I've seen the Buccaneers this year, they fought just about everybody. They haven't been blown out much. They haven't been out of many games. So I can see the Buccaneers in that Packers game, whether they win or not, we will we will see. Hit me up on social media, Ian underscore Beckles. I'm an Instagram guy. I do Facebook and Twitter, but not quite as much. But uh, we appreciate you listening into In the Trenches and listening to my other podcasts as well. Everybody have a wonderful week, and let's celebrate this week because we won. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.